Hi everyone and welcome to your horoscope for the week of January 24th, 2021. We have a really active and quite powerful action-oriented sky at play all throughout the week. And one of the key power players this week is going to be Mars as it leaves the sign of Sagittarius and enters Capricorn, a part of the sky where Mars is really comfortable and it is able to bring out its more elevated qualities. So whenever Mars is in a very strong position, that represents action. That represents a very strong dynamism, both individually and, of course, collectively as well. And chances are, this time around, perhaps what is taking place collectively is a little bit more important and more impactful because Capricorn is cardinal energy. It is the top of the sky. It is the world stage. It is all about centralized power, governments, leaders, big, big structures, the very foundations of order within society. So very important events publicly are definitely going to be awaiting all of us. And it is this week where Mars does make a rather delicate conjunction with a dwarf planet named Ixion and this conjunction is going to perfect itself on the 27th of January and the reason why this is a little bit uncomfortable is because the symbolism of Ixion is about immorality, lawlessness, criminal activity, evading the law it is a really violent and quite twisted dwarf planet. In mythology, Ixion was a king who, of course, committed a lot of crimes, but Jupiter, the king of the gods, pardoned him, and instead of being very grateful and minding his own business, he actually attempted to rape Jupiter's wife. So that was a gesture, an act, beyond pardon so of course he was banished to the abyssal realms and this is where we have to take into consideration the energy and symbolism of Capricorn so that means government that means politicians that means centralized power big corporations Ixion lawlessness Ixion crimes that have been committed especially financial crimes or perhaps sexual crimes that is also linked to the symbolism of Capricorn. And Mars activates this. Mars, by the ancients, by the ancients Greek, was considered an other malevolent planet, the lower malefic Saturn being the greater malefic. So this conjunction can be a little bit uncomfortable because what happens? This is also a militaristic energy, which means there has to be an aggressor, there has to be a power player, of course, on the world stage, who goes against perhaps international law or human rights or big agreements, pacts, treaties, etc. And one of the expressions of this energy is playing out already. And the reason why I know this so very well is because 
it's happening in our neighboring country Ukraine where Russia is literally invading it. So this is bound to lead to some kind of conflict. But of course this can go either way. In the sense that this doesn't have to be bad news. This is basically just an eye-opener that certain patterns of the past are still very much playing out on the world stage. This is where, you know, especially the symbolism of Ixion and combined with the South Node activating the energy of Scorpio secrets, a lot of hidden agendas are playing out and there is absolutely nothing we can do about it. But of course, this isn't the only expression of this energy. Mars in the sign of Capricorn activates its militaristic side, which is law enforcement, which is the coercitive power of the state, which is top-down authority. So we might be seeing a certain abuse and misuse of power playing out in several different countries, several different nations in the world out there, especially that Pluto is also activated by Mercury, so there is going to be talks, discussions, and Mercury is the planet which from a collective perspective governs news. So there is going to be a lot of news out there. And last but not least, this is also economic energy. So we might be also seeing certain economic movements, decisions, strategies taken by governments, perhaps not now, perhaps a few months ago, that are going to see daylight but in a different way that they have been presented to us. This is where the shadow side, that which was done in secret, is going to be revealed and this will definitely cause a lot of tension on the world stage because this is Capricorn. And this is one of those weeks where the sign of Capricorn isn't just activated by the big astrological power players as in Pluto, Mercury retrograde, Venus retrograde and now also Mars being in that part of the sky. But we also have a lot of minor astrological power players where the asteroid Juno, Vesta, as I mentioned earlier, the planetoid Ixion and another planetoid, Quawar, is in the same part of the sky. So this puts a lot of emphasis on Capricorn, both individually where this sign falls in our chart, but also, as I said, Capricorn is the world stage. Whatever happens collectively or at least in your country, that influences basically everyone. Now, of course, Mars entering and activating the sign of Capricorn from an individual perspective, well, that might be a totally different picture because Mars is an exaltation. Mars is our willpower. Mars is our instincts. Mars is our energy, our action, the male principle, even the symbol, even the sigil of Mars, the circle, the integrity, the wholeness and the arrow pointed action, the power of intent, the energy that we input into everything that we do. 
speaks a great deal about this because Capricorn is physical reality, it is pure earth energy, it is control, it is our mastery, it is the ruler of the 10th house, the mid-heaven, the top of the sky, so the life path where we individually need to shine in the world, in our lives, life stories, destinies, etc. So this is always a very powerful energy because Mars enters into this sign every two years and whenever it activates it, well, usually for us individuals, it is time for work, it is time to make those big moves professionally, it is time to invest energy, money, resources, ideas, alliances, partnerships into project, into everything lucrative, into accomplishing our desires, whatever it is that we want to work for. This energy, of course, requires work and sacrifice, but that work is empowered. So chances are it comes to fruition, even if not immediately, but whatever we do under a Mars in the sign of Capricorn, well, that usually leaves a powerful and usually beneficial impact for us. Now, to add to this, we also have Mercury retrograde and Venus retrograde in this part of the sky. And even though Mars doesn't meet with these planets yet, them being in the same par part of the sky is very important and symbolic. Because Mercury retrograde, we are thinking deeply, processing what it is that we want to do professionally or wherever Capricorn falls in your personal chart. The plan, the schematic of things, our mental capacities, how we can use our intellect to accomplish that which we want. For some people, it can also be travels, alliances, negotiations, contracts, even romantic partnerships, especially if we add Venus. And then, yes, Venus especially in her retrograde phase, our emotions, our feelings, our values, that which we wish to attract and enjoy in our lives. Do we love the person? Do we love the job? Do we love the career? Do we love the setup? Do we love that which we're doing every day for our purposes, for our goals? Of course, this is highly dependent of where Capricorn falls in your chart, but whatever house that is, whatever area of life that is, it is still earthly, practical, down to earth. And it is a lot under your control because that is the very nature of Capricorn, especially with Mars in it. And not to mention Pluto's long stay in this part of the sky. That is where the universe wants you to take control and ownership of whatever is there. And Mars activating this energy is really, really beneficial. It may not be easy for everyone, of course, because we might have this Capricorn in maybe uncomfortable positions in our chart, or we might have delicate planets and celestial conversations individually here, yet still energy, investment, ambition, strong will of iron, and also asking for help, especially from the symbol of Capricorn, our elders, our superiors, our managers, etc., collaborating, negotiating with Mercury here as well, it always leads to something. And another expression of this energy, due to the fact that Venus is coming to a standstill, 
So at the very end of the week she is standing still in the sky preparing to go direct and that means our emotions are getting a certain kind of clarity they are basically heating up no more confusion we are drawing at least from an emotional perspective very important conclusions of what it is that we love what it is that we do not love what it is that resonates with our value system and what it is that we have to discard and with the planet of action being here even if we cannot take action immediately this is a strong strong preparation energy and you know the conjunction with Ixion from a personal perspective maybe in one way or another we might have to cheat a little bit we might have to call the friends or acquaintances in high places we might have to embody the trickster, the Loki aspect of Mercury, planet of thieves, but of course not in a criminal way or that which is against the law, but you know, some influence always helps. If we know a manager somewhere at a big company or, as I said, have friends in high places, especially those who owe us something, well, this is the best moment to call them and, you know, ask for the favor. Also, towards the end of the week, Mars in Capricorn in exaltation will start to hold a sextile with Jupiter. So that means that our actions, the work, the investment that we do, might become very, very lucky. Another energy that we start the week under is Mercury very close to the Sun, Mercury retrograde. So this means further clarity coming in. We might not have the full big picture, the puzzle completed of what this Mercury retrograde means for us personally. But things are starting to make sense. Things are starting to add up. Communication is coming in. We get information like real practical down to earth information from whoever it is that we need. And of course, not that long after, on the 29th of January, this Mercury retrograde meets Pluto for the second time and that will be a moment of big truth. It may be just psychological truth. Pluto may represent our shadow and everything that is in our unconscious that needs to come up. So basically, whenever Pluto is activated by Mercury, Whatever is hidden, repressed, refueled inside of us, it doesn't stay hidden. So this might be a big moment of truth, a big moment of clarity, important communication coming in. Or it can also represent, for example, gossip or mouth word, etc. But whatever that is, even if it's just your own epiphany, just your own realization, it still matters because, as I said, it completes the puzzle, it gets us there. Even if it might come through a little bit uncomfortable, because, you know, Mercury retrograde with Pluto can represent messages, communication, big truth from exes. And when I say ex, well, it's not just a romantic ex, you know, ex-partner, ex-lover, ex-husband, wife, etc. It can be ex-work career, manager, colleagues, everyone basically from the past and because it's Mercury it's 
not the long past, even though that cannot be include, excluded. It's the shorter past, whatever was happening in our lives in the past three or four years. And whatever information, communication, truth, news reaches us, well, it will definitely be helpful, even if what we realize under this energy that, well, it's too late. I don't want to give that person, that job, that whatever it is, another chance. I'm done with it for real now. I know this in my heart of hearts, Venus, retrograde, especially stationary. But it can be a really good energy for that apology for late appreciation where you're, you're, you get a call from an ex-job or career, client, whatever, and they truly appreciate your work and they want to reward you, honor you. And, you know, you might say, well, I'm really sorry, it's too late, it means nothing to me now. But for other people, it's actual money, financial energy, where even if it's too late, they still get rewarded. So it, it can be really, really good. And also, as this Mercury retrogrades back into the sign of Capricorn on the 26th of January, well, it immediately holds a trine, a celestial conversation of supreme harmony with the North Node and the sign of Taurus, so one way or another, this is financial energy, progress, of course, it can also be romantic energy, but one way or another, the North Node in Taurus, it will contribute information-wise, even travel-wise, or contract negotiation, etc., to your longer-term financial stability or value system, or basically, even if we consider relationship and romance and love, a value, well, that is included. On the world stage, we might receive some good news from a financial perspective, even though things are chaotic and in some parts of the world, it's really, really hard and basically it's doom and gloom, let's be honest. It can still represent some positive news, some hope, some solution, even if it's not perfected yet, at least it can give us a perspective that we can make it. Now, of course, Mercury will hold this conversation once again after it goes direct. So let's wait and see how the information that we might receive this time is going to play out later on in the first half of February. Now, of course, all of this energy and everything that I speak about takes place under the Saturn and Uranus square. So, of course, we feel that inner drive, that inner frustration almost, that we need to progress, we need to achieve breakthrough, we need to act very, very fast because we're running out of time, especially individually. So even the most beneficial and beautiful celestial conversations might have this sense of urgency. Okay, it's good news, it gives me hope. I do feel quite empowered, but I still have to hurry. So we need to manage this, especially mentally, because this Uranus and Saturn square is a very, very anxious energy that might slave drive us or give us a exaggerated sense of urgency. I don't mean false, because it is urgent, but maybe we have this tendency to exaggerate it greatly. 
But for everything, there is a cure in the sky, so to speak. Because Jupiter in the sign of Pisces meets a fixed star named Fomalhaut. And this is an empowerment of wisdom. This is where it brings out our life experience and every word of wisdom our parents, grandparents or everyone relevant in our lives gave us. And that can help us navigate at this time and it also gives us a strong sense of comfort. Now there is another really beautiful and harmonious celestial conversation that stays with us and influences us in the most positive ways all through the week from beginning to the end where Venus holds a beautiful trine with Uranus from her own sign of Taurus. So there is a very strong synergy between these planets. And what this trine means, well, from a purely psychological perspective, it means that we feel very, very in tune with our values, with our self-worth. So the way this energy plays out is that we feel or basically resonate very, very deeply with self-worth, we feel ourselves to be worthy of everything good in life, worthy of love, worthy of appreciation, worthy of comfort, worthy of pleasure and joy, for the simple fact that we are born in the shape and form of human beings. And when we feel maybe just a tiny bit more valuable than usual, more beautiful, of course, Venus is physical beauty as well, attractive or very valuable, very masterful, let's say, as professionals. Well, that psychological attitude already does a lot of good things for us in our lives. This might be a really good energy for job interviews, anything that has to do with charisma, but this is where it's not just empty words, it is just the vibe. It is just an attitude that comes from deep within our instincts. Now, naturally, this is a trine and Uranus is planet of surprises. Venus is the lower benefic. This can mean for a lot of people lucky opportunities. This can mean lucky encounters romantically. This can represent meeting people who you resonate with in all ways, shapes and forms. And beautiful alliances can be born from that. It can also represent presence, gift, recognition, honors. This can go both ways where maybe we are the recipient but also the giver. This can represent simply lucky moments when money, finances or anything that represents a value or something that we actually need practically in our lives just pops up out of nowhere. And of course, this can be a very karmic energy where perhaps our higher self, Uranus, our super intellect, gives us hints and guidance of what it is that we need to do with this Venus retrograde playing out in our lives. For example, maybe we are thinking of quitting a job, a career, etc., etc., and then something just happens coincidentally, we get a really, really positive feedback 
that just speaks to us that no, we must not quit because us working, investing, being, embodying the professional that we actually are is working, it is useful, there is a lot of good out there in what we do. This is just a simple example or a relationship. Do I want to end this relationship? And then the other person, surprisingly out of nowhere, just impresses you, just gives you a very pleasant surprise. And basically the gesture or the act itself, because this is earth energy, this is not just thoughts and words, etc., convinces you of what it is that you need to do under this Venus retrograde period. Juno conjunct Pluto as well. Do you stay in the relationship, job, career, etc., hobby, or do you quit and the gesture itself answers it for you? Or it can play out in a very surprising way, Uranus, something else unexpected 10 million times better than what you're doing just pops out of nowhere and you say yes and you already started something new as quick as a flash of an eye. Now there is a slight downside of this energy because Uranus loves extravagance. So this may represent certain inspiration which we might regret after Venus goes direct. So if you have this urge to change your hairstyle or your wardrobe or invest in something very, very expensive, you might want to wait with that until Venus goes direct and of course Mercury goes direct because you might have a totally different feeling when this energy dissipates. So basically with Uranus, don't do something that you cannot reverse especially with hair or anything that has to do with cosmetics, tattoos and stuff like that. Make sure that you don't do permanent changes. Also this week, speaking about Venus, uh, around the very, very end of the week, she is standing still in the sky. Her symbolism is greatly amplified. The trine to Uranus is still very active. So maybe it is towards the end of the week when the positive, the true blessing that the goddess of love and beauty may offer to us comes that much more, becomes that much more obvious. Now the 25th of January might be a pretty tensioned day because the moon holds a lot of squares with the aquarium planets. So we might be seeing unrest, protests, rebellion, revolution, where certain information and things that centralize power, because it will hold a square with Saturn, might want to implement, well, it will really, really anger people. Especially that, as I said, on the 29th of January, Mercury retrograde conjuncts Pluto. Pluto and Mercury are on the world stage, collectively speaking. Mercury is news, revelation, discovery, something that hits like social media, TV channels, or it can actually be like official communication. This is the legislation. This is the law that we want to implement. Pluto can represent misuse of power. And there is a square to Eris in Aries. So that means that people will protest and will really become violent. For example, in some countries, the vaccine is no longer a matter of choice. 
you have to have it. Otherwise, you get fined or it is treated as a misdemeanor. And if that becomes permanent, so that law, legislation, that rule or whatever gets to be executory, well, you can imagine that it will stir off spirits very, very strongly. And there is going to be fighting. There is going to be violence. There is going to be discussions, especially when the moon from the sign of Libra, the diplomat cardinal energy, law, legislation, courts of justice, Libra, squares everything in Capricorn. Moon is always the feeling and the psychological state of people, the collective. Now, of course, the sign of Aquarius, society basically, interhuman connections, is also empowered because it has Saturn here and the Sun. And at the beginning of the week, it still has Mercury there, Mercury retrograde. So there is going to be a lot of news, communication, and the Saturn and Uranus square. Fight for freedom, fight for equality, fight for equity, for humanitarianism, both collectively so that it serves everyone, but at the same time it also has to respect the individual. That is the dichotomous nature of Aquarius. The living contradiction that can coexist in perfect harmony with each other but of course it can also exist in conflict with each other the choice is really ours now also at the very end of the week the sun is getting closer and closer to saturn they don't hold a tight conjunction yet but whenever the sun wants every year of course conjunct saturn well that is reality check a kind of reality check that holds the symbolism of where Saturn is. And Saturn it is in its ancient ruling sign of Aquarius. So our friends, our place in society, our hopes and dreams, our futures, our social aspirations, our community, where it is that we belong to or where it is that we do not wish to belong to anymore where it is that we aspire to belong to, well, that might be the beginning of this reality check when we start processing our options, when we start processing the cans and cannot do's to get where we need to be, as I said, hopes and dreams and future plans. Who is truly our friend, our ally, a person who we have the same values, the same ideals, the same principles, and who goes against this. And sadly, whenever the sun meets Saturn in this way, well, our limitations and obstacles, and that which we are not very good at, also is greatly highlighted to us personally. But there is always a higher expression of this energy, because at the same time, the sun, the light of our consciousness and Saturn, the structure and the big karmic teacher, the mastery itself. Well, it also highlights what it is that we're very good at, what it is that we should be focusing at, what are our can do's and naturally Saturn in the sign of Aquarius. 
how we can overcome everything with intelligence, with mental strength, mental creativity. Aquarius is a very, very strong mental sign. So basically, according to Aquarius, intelligence is the key to everything. Mind over matter. Aquarius, along with its modern ruling planet Uranus, embodies the Cartesian split. I think, therefore I am. So basically, this is a very, very strong cerebral empowerment. And due to this Uranus and Saturn square, the two co-rulers of this sign conversing in tension, basically fighting ideologically one another. Well, Uranus says that there is a way to everything. There is a method in every madness. If you brainstorm, if you bring to the table your most original, authentic, and even bravest expression, because Uranus is the rebel, there is always a chance for a breakthrough. And Uranus in the sign of Taurus, Taurus is stability, Taurus is permanence, Taurus is the fixed earth. And Uranus shakes that up, Uranus sends all of that into chaos. So it also tells us that yes, things are very, very unstable, chaotic, and quite, let's be honest, negative on the world stage there. Poverty, economic collapse, and a, a huge shift of value systems. People, based on their ideologies, a sign of Aquarius, are splitting into two or more. And these two groups are not willing to cooperate that much with each other. And Uranus is telling us it is uncomfortable, yet it is also the truth. Because this isn't just a product of 2020. This is actually how people have always been in their hearts of hearts. And Uranus just takes off the mask. And it, it, it shows us this is who you are deep inside. You were always this intolerant, you were always this judgmental, and this goes for all of us. No one is exception to that, even those people who think of themselves that they have been fair and not judgmental all their lives. Well, Uranus digs deeply into the most arcane parts of the mind, and it reveals the mental bypassing. Of course, we were not judgmental because that was our strategy to get where we want to be. If we wanted to be popular and have a lot of friends, of course we had to be not, not judgmental. And naturally Uranus highlights that which is shockingly Uranus real. Pluto might be the deeper truth here, the subjective truth in a sense, what is in our unconscious, but of course that is based on the past and the traumas and experiences. Uranus, on the other hand, it is most objective, as in that is who we were always in the very core of our beings. And because we are human, after all, all of us are judgmental, all of us are intolerant, all of us are actually the way society is right now. And it may be hard to admit, but... At the end of the day, what is Uranus telling us with this? Practically, strategy-wise, 
Yes, the world is in chaos, but seize the opportunity in this Taurus value system. If you must, if there is absolutely no other way to overcome the Saturn, the strictness, the rules, the rigidness, and the gatekeepers, let me just give an example. You're a freelancer or, or a professional, and of course, the bigger companies or the bigger professionals, the more notorious people overshadow you, eclipse you, and this is basically part of society, part of the custom. And whenever the world is in chaos and poverty and people lost their jobs, their money, so just use this in your advantage. Lower your prices a little bit under the top professionals, etc. And of course, everyone will appeal to you, go to you, seek your professional guidance or whatever it is that you do business-wise, uh, marketing-wise or whatever because they simply cannot afford those people who used to provide them the service maybe for a lot of years. When people's pockets are in danger, so to speak, they will not be loyal anymore and this is the truth of human nature and Uranus says use this to your advantage. Whenever the world is in chaos, well, some can actually profit handsomely from this. And if there is no other choice, drop your ideals. Drop whatever inner structure Saturn is preventing you from making a profit and just go and do it. Or let me give you a totally other example. With the North Node and the sign of Taurus, well... Prices of land, real estate, houses, property, everything, you know, fixed earth is going to go up. Values, it highlights the value. But this year, this cycle, let's say, Uranus is also in the sign of Taurus, total chaos. Some people will lose their homes because of South Node and Scorpio, debt, mortgage, stuff like that. So for some people, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, like the bids and licitations and stuff like that. They can get something very valuable, extremely cheap, but only if they are in a state of awareness, Uranus, and seize the opportunity immediately. And maybe I should not speak about this because I'm an astrologer or and I have to give a good example. But the North Node also meets a fixed star named Algol, a very malevolent energy out there, which can also represent clandestine businesses and everything that has to do with money. So basically, you can also use this in your advantage, even though this is just per example. I am not encouraging absolutely anyone to do this. But for the sake of example, let's say... There are big fashion companies and big stores, etc. And because of the financial collapse, some people still need to go to a wedding, to a party, a special event. And if you have skill in sewing and stuff like that, or you can just innovate this, well, people will not have the luxury anymore to go to that very famous store or brand or fashion designer. And if you give them a product that is very aesthetically pleasing and unique and everything, 
but of course in a clandestine way, no taxes, you know, just a person giving to another person. Well, who is gonna get richer, you or the big brand who is failing and collapsing? And this is also how value systems change and transform under Uranus. Or, you know, depending on your personal circumstances and situation, you can use the rebellious quality of Uranus to your advantage, but as long as you do not make it radical, because Uranus, when used in a radical way, it leads to a lot of destruction, let's say. Like, let me give you my own example. I used to always do personal consultations and client work for free, charitably. And my own personal act of rebellion, I don't do it anymore. So when they go to another astrologer or counselor, well, they charge them, but the value that they get in return, well, there is only so much time you can allocate to a person. Even if you put your heart and soul into the work, well, it's still work. It is still business. So you need to think immediately about the next client and the next client. This is a rebellious way how to highlight your own value by refusing, stopping to give it. And finally, because of the Uranus and Venus trine, at the end of the week when Venus is standing still in the sky, her symbolism greatly amplified, that might be a really fortunate opportunity and a lucky moment for a lot of people job-wise, finance-wise, career-wise. It can be something to do with brainstorming, the best idea pops up, or as I said, it can be a moment of breakthrough, but collectively speaking, that is a strong financial energy. So everything that has to do with the new, like cryptocurrencies, or alternative business solutions, banking, everything that has to do with the financial world, everything alternative, innovative, new, is gonna have a massive peak. So this can be a good moment for a lot of people with their investment. So this concludes this week's horoscope. Thank you so much for being here and listening to my work. I wish everyone a blessed and wonderful week. Until next time, bye for now.